generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. All right, let's go real quick. We have quite a number of things to read um, from the text. I'm going to be teaching more than I preach. It's such an important message because many members of the body of Christ are not trained. Many of us are taught and teaching is very important, but training includes teaching, but goes beyond teaching. How many of you, when you were in school, you had good teachers? Raise your hand. I want to see that. Raise very proudly. Good teachers. Mr. Science, Sister Yoruba, Auntie French. Raise those hands. Brother Economics. <laughs> Daddy Maths. <laughs> now, please keep those hands up. How many of you, on top of the teaching, you now got coaches? You had coaching. After school coaching, a private coaching, a group. You did that. Why did you need coaching after teaching? It will sink deeper. They will break it down. Coaching is more of guidance. As we progress in, in the body of Christ, I would recommend that pastors incorporate more coaching in Sunday morning services. What we've tried to do in Kings is to have interactive sessions, which really helps, and also to have master life so that you go beyond just teaching to interaction and engagement. Why? Because certain of the skills that we need in this age, let me show you what. Back then, particularly if you study the American church, you notice that the pastor then was not just a pastor, was a community leader. So he did the preaching, he did the teaching, he did the counseling, he did therapy before therapy was a thing. Are you here? He did social justice, charity. He did community leading. That was part of why Martin Luther King was so powerful. Because the reverend was not just conducting your wedding and your ceremony. was galvanizing the movement. Now, out of that, you now have many career paths that have gone. In fact, many, many pastors don't do counseling any longer. Not because they don't like to do counseling, but because they're people who are now professionally trained. Are we here? Follow me. Who are professionally trained. And you're going to see that there's going to be a need for many of those kind of things as AI um, becomes a bigger deal. Human beings are going to be more separated from other human beings. So that Colomental song that they sang 20 years ago, you remember the Colomental song? Some of you were not born then. <laughs> right? Many people are going to be colonized. Right? There's going to be a lot of mental health issues. So we have to create more opportunities for both parties to interact, for us to know where you are. Because I think there's also a lot of assumption. So people assume that many people are prepared for fame. The many people are prepared for their first million dollars. The many people are prepared to be governor. Then they become governor or president or whatever, even though they bear the name of Christ. They do complete nonsense because they were not trained for it. Look at your neighbor and say, this is the first installment of your training for fame, riches, power, global influence. Tell the person, listen well, shine your eye. 
I need the volume of, of the keyboard to go a little lower. Shine your eye. It is very important. So while we're doing this, I want people to be ready. Why? Because out of this congregation and many congregations like this in our generation will come individuals who will stand face to face with the biggest movie directors in the world. You will stand before presidents of nations. Simple are not agreeing. Whether you like him. Um, is that a hymn? <laughs> right. Um, so you, you're going to stand before that. You're going to stand before people who run, as it were, major aspects of the world. But if you are not trained, you will have a sense of confidence. But you won't have your depth of confidence. And when they tell you that all these Bible things, they are fake. All this God thing, this prayer things that don't work. You'd be like, and maybe it's true. Because do you know how I know people will fall for that? Have you heard arguments like this on social media? Bill Gates doesn't speak in tongues, but he's rich. Have you heard that? Elon Musk doesn't pay tithe, but he's prosperous. You've heard that? Those conversations are oftentimes coming from a layer of ignorance. Because whilst they don't speak in your kind of tongues, they interact with certain kinds of spirits. Is somebody here? Are you aware that before Apple exploded the way it did, Steve Jobs went to, I believe it was India, for about three months or so? Are you aware of that? Are you aware? Go and study it. What you have in a lot of the tech world, in a lot of fashion, the part of major parts of the fashion industry, tech world, major parts of the fashion industry, media and entertainment, what you have there is well-packaged Buddhism with intellectualism and humanism. And so it's called New Age. So if you've encountered the readings of people like Eckhart Tolle, or you've seen Super Soul Sunday, where Oprah Winfrey basically runs a Sunday service without the name of Jesus. Oh, talk to me now. Or, I learn a lot from him, but I, I know where my filters are. Or you attend a Tony Robbins event. Oh, you're so quiet. If you are listening, let your face show it. Either you smile or you go, <laughs> Right? If you know what goes on behind the scenes before your designer bags and designer suits and designer shoes are released you will never again say but they don't speak in tongues but they are rich look at what Jesus said it said the children of this world let me give us let me start from there are we connected on the mainland all right our primary text today is Revelation 17. I'll show you shortly. But let's start off with Luke chapter 16 as a preface. Alright. So the enemy knows that for spiritual influence, rather for dominion, spiritual influence is a prerequisite. You need to write it down somewhere. For true dominion at its peak, I'll show you from the Bible. Spiritual influence is important. That's why you go and notice people get into Yahoo and all of that. Have you noticed after a while, when they want to go to another level, they go and seek spiritual influence. Now, what does spiritual influence do? A lot of people think that 
when you're talking about blood money and all of that, that you mean that there will not be one strange spirit that will be bringing money into your wardrobe. That's not the way it works. What it works is, the way it works is that the enemies, thank you very much, the enemy's primary tool, please ensure that those on the mainland reconnect to this because they need this content so that they don't repeat what I, what I uh, taught in the first service. What the enemy knows is that for him to operate, how does he operate according to John chapter 10 verse 10? The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What is the primary tool the enemy uses? If it's going to steal, kill, and destroy, what's the primary tool? Deception! What's the primary tool? Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. What comes before life? John chapter 14 verse 6. I am the I am the way and the truth and so for people to experience life, they must experience truth. For able to experience death, they must experience what? Lies. That's deception. So deception precedes death. Truth precedes life. So if the enemy is going to steal from somebody, does he have to deceive the person or not? When you got on from the bus and discovered that your phone was missing, did you also remember that ah, somebody distracted you at some point? When somebody seduced you into giving them a few millions of naira in the name of a certain investment and it got lost, was there some deception sometimes behind it? Now, so when people do business with demonic spirits, let's focus the distractions are becoming a bit too much. When people do business with death and spirits, what influence are they really trying to galvanize? What influence? The spirit of deception. So hypnotism means that your conscious senses are suspended so that the influence of somebody else can take ascendancy over yours. Are you following this now? This is the reason when people are robbed or deceived or cheated or maybe lured into being raped, do you know one of the things they say? I don't know what came over me. Come on, are you here? And they say it is the... True, it was the devil cooperating with their vulnerability. And everybody is more easily deceived when we're vulnerable. When you're really thirsty, they can give you peace and you think it's water. Are we getting this now? So he said, the children of this world, Luke chapter 16 verse 8, they are wiser. In the way they operate their dirtiness and their darkness and their deception than the children of light in the light. Listen, the fact that you are a child of light does not mean you know how to operate light. Carmine and Ronald, they live in a house. By the grace and mercy of God, it's a comfortable house. But there are many aspects of the house that they cannot run. Oh, are you here now? So when Beyonce sang the song, Who Runs the World? Shout it. Who Runs the World? Who runs the world? What's she talking about? What's she talking about? Let me show you. Let me show you. At the height of spiritual power and economic power on the earth is not a man that is sitting there. The embodiment is used as a picture of a woman, which is disorder, which is upside down. 
The authority was supposed to cascade from God to man, from man to his wife. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. The head of Christ is God. The head of, the head of woman is the man. The head of the man is Christ. The head of man is, sorry, the head of man is Christ. The head of Christ is God. So God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of man. Man is the head of woman. But the moment Adam followed the leading of his wife, instead of leading his wife, the order changed. So the embodiment of the protocols of demonic domination was also given to a female embodiment. Somebody say, I have, I have understanding. Women, you're more powerful than you know. Let me tell you what. This is the reason they tell you that if a woman means to destroy you, she'll find a way to do it. Have you heard that? Earth has no fury. Like a woman's gone. Not even fury the boxer. Somebody's like, Pastor, show me. I will show you. Should I show you? Thank God it's not purple. Go to Revelation chapter 17. Let's, let's look at that. Then I'll go back to Matthew. Revelation 17. From verse 1. I'll read very fast. Media help us. Revelation 17. <laughs> MDH. <laughs> Please celebrate Miriam in the house. Revelation 17 from verse 1. Watch this now. Bimba, are you getting this? Does it make sense so far? It's important to me that you guys understand it. I'm not trying to bamboozle you with anything deep. I want to take you into the deep. You know why? If you're going to be great, you will go deep. And I want you to worship and praise with a different understanding. That what you're doing is a ritual in the spirit. It's called spirit ritual. Spirituality. The ritual of spirits. Worship is a ritual in the spirit. Giving is a ritual in the spirit. That's why there is no idol on earth that people don't make sacrifices to. The difference between us and them is that he's our sacrifice. And we respond with our sacrifice in him. But for them, they twist it. And when they twist it, they pervert his image and other people and say, go and bring this on you, Lord. The daughter you love, give up something you love. It's a perversion because what God people of the world they are giving up other people for themselves. Jesus said, Give up yourself for other people. Oh, come on now. Then, if anyone will be my disciple, let him deny himself, let him carry his cross, and then follow me. What did I do? I carried my cross, I gave up myself. So it's a perversion. Revelation 17 from verse 1. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits where? Upon many waters. With whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, funny communication, adultery, Adults playing lottery. 
want a tete from tete a tete. Now, this is metaphoric, even though it has physical implications. But the fornication here, it doesn't mean like all oh, the kings were flying to the moon to go and sleep with one weird woman, right? He's saying they were intimate, vulnerable, and completely yielded to the influence of this spirit, of this embodiment. What did he say? The message is deep. I've not even started. Intimacy, undue intimacy. With whom the kings of the earth committed fornication. Someone look at your neighbor and say fornication is a commitment. So I don't know what happened. We just did it. You committed to a certain number of steps that led there. Committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit of the wilderness. And who did I see? 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 A woman. Sharafobirio. Look at neighbor and say Sharafobirio. Some of you are not looking. Look at neighbor and say Sharafobirio. Sharafobirin. Even Obirin should Sharafobirin. Sharafobirin means be careful of women. Right? But how many even that even women need to be careful of women? Because sometimes you tell somebody your entire life secret as a woman to woman. I think it's woman to woman. You don't know it's woman to witch. <laughs> RWW, radio without wire. Okay? But again, don't forget, this is not an abuse on the gender. It's not. I wanted to say, okay, thank you, Sunday. I really want people are very sensitive. Ah, they say women are evil, women are wicked. That's not what I'm saying. I married one. Amen. <laughs> but she's not Babylon. She's baby me long, long. <laughs> With whom the kings of the earth uh, committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made. Drunk with the wine of a fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast. Which was full of names of blasphemy. Having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple. That's royalty. And scarlet. That's majesty. And adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. Having in her hand a golden cup. Full of abominations and the filthiness of our fornication and on her head a name was written what mystery babylon the great who is she the mother of Na- of harlots and of the so when you see abomination when you see certain fashion styles coming out they are coming from the mother Listen, when man was naked in the garden and he knew he was naked, once he knew he was naked, God decided, the man himself decided to make clothes for himself. But God made them garments of skin. He says the love of God covers a multitude of sin. Are you here? So God covered with love. But the mother of nations doesn't cover, it uncovers. It exposes. Are you here now? Thank you.
So nudity is deeper than I'm just showing my boobs. It's deeper than that. Nudity means I'm volunteering myself as an instrument of seduction in the hands of the mother called Babylon. Everything is connected. Fashion, connected to media, connected to music. It's a whole cartel. It's a real cabal. Are you here? He says the mother. Because, see, when you begin to see how mankind is degenerating, you will know that most human beings in their natural state are not evil enough to generate that dimension of evil at the level of speed and audacity. There's something. Are you here? Let's unmask this. It said, Mystery Babylon, the great. So this is an influence. This is majestic. And she's a mother, which means she has a womb. She can multiply, proliferate it. Increase the spread of it. Are you here? So that's how come you go and see one generation looks worse than the last generation. It does not mean there was no sin in the previous generation. There was sin. But if you were, when you were four or five, the worst thing that your uncle watched was blue film. You know blue film? <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's a film where every character is wearing blue. Anybody? <laughs> Bala Blue. <laughs> I better go. That's a completely different town hall. Right. <laughs> blue film is now porn. Right? But then, if you wanted to watch that kind of film, you needed to have a bad uncle or a bad auntie. <laughs> and then they would be in their big key or wherever they were and hide it. As you began to grow and your friends told you they had seen it, they now got a VHS that they didn't return back to the video club. Some of y'all didn't grow up in that day. You grew up in the visa day or something like that. Now you don't need to look for anything. Just watch a full series on Netflix. Right? And you're almost guaranteed two or three scenes in an 8 to 12 part season or 12 uh, episode season. Is that so? I hear that the Korean boys used to be good, but now. All right. Money. Back in the day, they were thieves. But when you see a man stealing billions, that three generations of his, even if he has 100 children in each generation, can never exhaust. You know, this one is a demonic spirit now. It's not hunger. The Bible says that even men will forgive a hungry man if he steals. It's just that if he's caught, shall be made to pay back seven times. So there's freedom of stealing, but we don't know about freedom after stealing. Shall be made to pay back seven times. Okay. <laughs> but he said, if a hungry man steals, people can understand. But when you have people who are full and are feasting on the national reserves at the expense of people starving, you know Babylon is sitting on their heads. Are you getting this now? Now, when you go all the way, you're going to see, who is this Who is this Babylon? I don't want to go through the different details, but let's go all the way to 
verse 12. Then I'll go to Matthew chapter 4. We're talking about celebrity. May they help us. Revelation 17 verse 12. The ten horns, whilst the media is getting ready, please develop the habit of looking into your Bible. And then once the show you can look. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet. But they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb. And the lamb will overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and king of kings. Those who are with him are called chosen and... Look at the neighbor to your right. Say, hello, chosen. Look at your neighbor. Say, hello, faithful. Say, hello, chosen. Hello, faithful. Then he said to me, the waters which you saw... Where the harlot sits, what are these waters? They are peoples. What are these waters? They are multitudes. Are they connected on the, on the mainland? Because they need to listen to this. They are? Are you sure? All right. Say, say the, uh, verse 15. The waters, what are the waters that she sat on? Where the harlot sits, what are they? Peoples. What are they? Multitudes. What are they? What are they? Tongues. She sat on them. Sat on them. Sat on them. Sat on them. Every tongue. See, this is the reason when the Holy Spirit came, what did he do in the New Testament? He sat on them. As a human being, a spirit must sit on you. The question is not, is a spirit sitting on you? Is what spirits? Isaiah 11. A stem shall grow from the branch of David. A shoot from his root. And the spirit of the Lord shall sit on him. Rest on him. Are you here now? Why? Proverbs 20 verse 27. The spirit of man is the candle of God. So every human being was designed as a candle. What must rest on a candle? Light. So everybody must have a spirit that masquerades as light. Or is light. Because everybody wants to be lit in it. So Eve was not deceived until she saw that the fruit was good for Food and able to make one wise, illuminated, illuminati. Don't forget that the enemy has some back end knowledge about how the technology of man was designed to work. One of the major things that the enemy has, he has many data points, so he can iterate. Many data points. He knew what your great-great-great-grandmother did when she was the hottest girl in Kutuwege or Abriba. Now that you're the hottest person in the company, 
knows exactly how to position you for exploits for his kingdom. Ask your brother, sister, say, what sitting are you now? Is it, this is the thing now. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is what? Upon me. me, for he has anointed me to preach. And then to bring deliverance to those who are oppressed. Heavy laden. To give them a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. Because the spirit of the world is a heavy spirit to carry. But the spirit of God he frees us. That's why I said, come to me, all you that labor and heavy laden. I will give you rest. How will I give you rest? By causing my spirit to rest upon you. So you not worry about the rest. So the spirit of the world is a spirit of restlessness. Never looking good enough. So you end up buying shoes in all shades of green. Yet you don't feel like a green olive tree. Planted in the cuts of your God. Deep green. Almost deep green. Quite green. Very green. Off green. Turquoise green. Dark green. <laughs> green green. <laughs> green green. Somebody shout out the spirit of adoption. Say, I've been liberated. Now, let me say this. I'm not saying don't look good. In fact, I'm, I'm going to get to the point where you are the real star. I will show you from the Bible. Stop trying to be what you were designed to be. Don't try to be what you were designed to be. The major difference is going to be your motives and your intentions. You can look at two people that look the same because of how they look, but the spirits are different. Let me show you an example. Jesus in his day, he was a mega superstar. That's why the principalities were afraid of him. And they killed him. They didn't kill him because he claimed to be a rabbi. They killed him because he had so much influence. The influences of the day couldn't stand his audacity. Let me proclaim concerning you. You're going to rise to such a degree. Such a phenomenal height. That those you're looking up to will come to enroll in your coaching program. Your mentorship program. Your skills acquisition program, they will come to learn from you because you are the true light. Nifemi, you are the true light, Sunday. I will show you from the Bible. See, it's because we've not been taught that we think you are aspiring to be rich. That's not that you are destined to shine. I will show you. Old Testament, New Testament, future Old Testament, the king, the kingdom to come, the new age. Not the new age spiritual, the new kingdom, the new Jerusalem. Are you here? The spirit sits. So go and look at it. The spirit must sit on you. And when a spirit sits on you, you are now under the influence of that spirit. Everybody's under influence. Now, at what point do they say somebody is under influence? Like they say, driving under influence. What do they mean by that? Out of your senses. Something else is controlling you. Like what? Like what? No, no like something else is controlling you. Something like what? Alcohol. Alcohol. Now, 
when it comes to alcohol, can you mention some names of kind? What? Spirits. There's a reason it's called spirit. Because it's an influence. Now, if your dad had a shrine, and some of you might not be aware that your dad has a shrine. Be like, God forbid, my dad can never have a shrine. Well, he has two. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I mean, some years ago, one of us, the person is not here, so stop suspecting anybody. So how this person looks like, did Papa get a shrine for house? Calm down. The person was shocked, discovered that the father had a shrine. You'd be shocked at how many people are still doing all of those kind of dirty stuff. Now, if, if your dad or your granddad had a shrine or something, or somebody, your uncle, somebody in your house had a shrine, you know that they'll offer sacrifices. Is that so? What else do they do when they offer sacrifices? The poor libation. What do they pour? Spirit. It's a perversion because when you drink communion, what do you drink? What's the first miracle Jesus did? The intoxication you're looking for is in your operation in the Spirit of God. The excitement you're looking for is in the Spirit of God. The joy you're looking for is in the Spirit of God. Oh, the happiness you're looking for is, is deeper than happiness in the Spirit of God. So you don't have to be drunk with wine wearing this. There is excess, but you can be drunk with the Spirit. Are you hearing something? And many people drink to numb their senses so they can cope with what they're going through. The believer does not need to drink the Spirit. He is drunk by the Spirit of God. And therefore, it's not a coping strategy. It's a victory reality. Come on now. High five somebody beside you. Say, I'm drunk in the Spirit of God. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a shout of joy. Are you guys getting it? This is the reason you drink and drink and drink. But you still want to drink some more. Say, I'm a social drinker. Okay, stay a social drinker. Then instead of drinking with the media, so you become a social media drinker. Then after that, you actually became a secret drinker. You now drink more wine than water. I remember ask you, what are you drinking? Say, what are you looking at? <laughs> but there's still emptiness of the soul. Now, when you look at verse 17... For God has put into their hearts to fulfill his purpose. Look at anybody say, we still win at the end of the day. In fact, we have already won. We're just walking out of victory. We have already won. We're just walking out of victory. You will not have to bow before any dirty altar. You will not have to compromise your values, compromise your sexuality, compromise your influence, compromise your authority. You will not have to bow, volume. You will not have to bow. You will walk in the God template. So God has put in their hearts to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. Verse 18. What does verse 18 say about this beast? 
Media verse 18. As for the woman who you saw, she is that great city which reigns over. So guess what? When the enemy wants to manipulate somebody upstreeting their kingship, who does it send? Because a woman has an appeal. A woman has enticement. A woman has style. She's soft. She swear. She got hips, lips, and fingertips. Almost guaranteed to undo your zips. Okay, we'll talk now. It's amazing how the women are the one responding more than the men. If there's a woman beside you, say, you get power, you get power. Make you use and well. But use it for the kingdom. Say use it for the kingdom. <laughs> now, so who's this woman? She's what? Babylon. Where does she sit? Above all the kings of the earth. Over the kings. Why? Because earlier we saw, he said the kings, they have drunk the wine of her fornication, but guess who got drunk? The peoples. If the kings drink, the people will be drunk. Even if the people did not drink, but because they are under the influence of drunk leaders, they will end up looking like drunk people. So Jesus said, the blind leading the blind, they both end up where? In the ditch. So if you have a drunk leader, the nation acts drunk. <laughs> Old note today. New note tomorrow. They are collecting 200. They are collecting 1,000. Drunk! That's why Ecclesiastes says, woe to you when your king is a child and your princess eats in the morning. He said, but are you seeing that the Bible is connected? He said, but blessed are you when your prince is the son of nobles who eat for strength and not for drunkenness. So as a king, if you're trusting God for billions, don't trust God for billions to pepper people. That's too small a goal. That's an abuse of your divine purpose. Well, I want to buy two new pairs of shoes. Don't buy so that people say, hey, mama, ke. <laughs> mama, mama, ke. Instead of, you know, big woman, it's going to be crying woman. You have to have a higher purpose, a higher mind, a higher disposition. Yes, you will fly in the private jet, but so that you can blast tongues up and down the aisle without anybody saying, sir, you're disturbing us. For some people, not everybody will fly a jet. Some of us will not fly jets because by then we'll have saucers. Angle. And my name is not Angulu. High five your neighbor, tell their palms blister and bleed, and tell them it's not that serious. <laughs> it's not serious, so please tell that person, God will lift you. Let me show you something. Because everybody who will want to fulfill divine purpose will be tested with Babylon. Everybody. 
And when I say Babylon, I'm saying that you're going to listen to uh, Bob Marley's song. God is talking about Babylon. <laughs> right? Let me show you. Jesus was tested with Babylon. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew 4. From verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. It's a part of your evolution. It's a part of, part of your character development to be tempted. Temptation is an opportunity for you to let God and every spirit know how much you have learned. Your response to temptation is not just a function of vulnerability and weakness. It's actually an examination that shows you the results of what you now have a grip on and what you still need to learn. I said your response to temptation is not just a function of your weakness of vulnerability. It's actually your results, a reflection of how much you have learned. And notice that your temptation will become more intense when you're vulnerable. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit and the warners to be tempted by the devil. And when Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungry. The hunger was strong. Do you know after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, you will see Kuli Kuli and call it Donut. <laughs> I mean, like, hunger does not work for Nepal, but you can see it's wiring you. <laughs> Some of y'all will get it next year. <laughs> you can see it. As in, you can literally see. Have you ever fasted so long you saw your life going? <laughs> You're like, come back here. Where are you going? Don't leave me, don't leave me. Boom. So this was serious business. It was God, but it was man. And the devil comes and tempts him. Look at what it said. Now when the tempter came to him, verse 3, he said, If you are the son of God, what should you do? Command that these stones become Bread. What did Jesus say? But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Now, can I ask you a question? Was Jesus still going to walk miracles of bread? Was he going to do it? For whom was he going to do it? For himself or others? As a believer, you don't qualify for a level of fame for yourself that you are not already willing to give to others. Jesus was going to multiply bread. But he was not going to multiply bread for himself. Oh, are you getting this? Because the issue is not whether you can multiply bread or not. The issue is what's your motivation? The issue is not whether you become a billionaire or not, but for what purpose? The issue is not can you stand uh, uh, and win a BET or Oscar? Some people are winning Oscars, but others will buy Oscars. Right? It has nothing to do with, oh, it's BET. I bet you can have a place there. Or CNN. CNN, if I get. It's about when you get there, who gets the glory? And somebody's like, don't worry, God, just lift me. I will show the world you're my God. But you're not showing him off on your social media status. You find a way to edit God out of everything. Why are you all looking sober? <laughs> you're what? You're what? <laughs> Evaluating our lives. 
Are we getting this now? Now, I said it's the first service, but let me say it now, and I need to pivot to Revelation chapter 2. Do you know the people of the world? They have become so bold. Do we have the first video? Do we have the first video? They have become so bold with the audio as well to show the world Babylon. Tattoos on their bodies. You see somebody with a tattoo and even though you've never seen a demon, you know this is demonic. When you see a snake coming out of the mouth of a lion and two people sleeping on the belly of the snake. So it's just a cool tat. Cool tat. It's a work of art. Say, so I'm a very artsy person. My favorite website is Etsy. <laughs> for, it's for keepsake. <laughs> I never skip you for a sake. Now, for some of you, it might be like, ah, I beg, I beg, just show me how to make money right now in this message. I don't want all these ones. That's Babylon. <laughs> Mammon and Babylon together. Mammon is actually, it works with, with Babylon. It's inside, but Babylon is the system. It's over culture, it's over economics, it's over money. That's why I go and check it, go and check it. Almost every top tier entertainer, almost every one of them has bowed to Babylon in basketball, in fashion, in food. How do I know? From the temptations of Jesus, the devil tempts him three different times, representing the three major things every human being has power for. Bread is your daily need. Survival. Some people say, I don't want to preach, I just want to survive. Babylon will embed its finest temptation in your survival drive. What will you do to survive? Then I said, see, took him. I showed him all the kingdoms of the world, all the domains of influence. and said, if you just bow, I'll give it to you. Let me tell you how you should know that this is true. That this system I'm exposing to you is true. You know why I should tell you? If Jesus didn't know that you could cut deals with the devil, he would have ignored him. Or would have said, you're a liar. You can't give me kings of the world. Are you getting it? Jesus didn't say it's a lie. Because it was true. That you can bow to the devil and have men bow before you. But here's the deal. Fidel, come. You look like a politician. But the office in the spirit is higher than that, actually. That's Fidel. Jerry P. What's your P? <laughs> Come bow. Here is. Oh, you're wearing black. Maybe you should add the devil as against. No cap. <laughs> Y'all didn't get that. Do you love Italy? Oh, it's licks. No cap. Can this cap remove? Oh, so it's not caps lock. <laughs> All right, right now I'm just going to click enter and move on. <laughs> now, see this. 
this guy, he wants to be green and fresh. He wants to be vibrant and hip. This guy says, I got them. I got them. All these things that they're looking for. How do you know the devil has got you? Jesus said it. He said, don't think about what you will eat or what you will drink because this, or what you will wear. Because these things, what? Heavenly Father, you have need of And the heathens, the heathen, go after these things. That's their obsession. So everybody whose life attention is about what they will eat, how they will look, that's what, that's PR branding, if that's the obsession. That's hedonistic. That's Babylonian. Are you getting there now? It's very tough. Let me tell you how bad Babylon is. The king of the world was crucified on the cross. He was stripped naked. Right? They fought for his garments. The people that killed him. They fought for his garments. Someone that could save their souls. All they could see about him was what they could use to cover their bodies. Do you get it? Isn't it so that many believers are still falling in that trap? That Jesus wants to save your soul. But you're like, God, leave all the spiritual things. Please give me new clothes. You are dividing the garments of Jesus, but not discerning his glory as your covering. Are we getting it? But why are you looking so sober? nice one so he knows that that's what they want so what's he going to do he's going to raise stars or hijack stars or seduce stars that's what he's going to do he will get his own kind of stars why does he raise his kind of stars because people follow stars true or true do you know that people follow human stars but do you know people follow special stars it's called astrology Astrology. <laughs> they follow human stars and they follow social stars. Now, can I propose something to you? Are you aware that it's possible for you to follow a star, like, like the wise men who follow the stars of Jesus, and, are you following? And actually end up in the right place. But by the time you get there, your soul is empty. Now, the deception of the devil is not just that he will steal the promise God has for you, but he will steal the glory God had in it. Are you getting this? Oh, why do I feel like you guys are a little... You promised me that? Do you know that the kingdoms, that this man, this chap, this devil was promising Jesus... They were already in Jesus' destiny. Is that so? Revelation 11 verse 15. The kingdoms that he was trying to get. See, what the enemy is trying to get, he's not trying to, you know, people say the devil's after him, he doesn't want him to enjoy. No, he wants you to enjoy yourself at the expense of God's glory. He wants you to have money at the expense of God's glory. He wants you to have food at the expense of God's glory. So Revelation 11 verse 15. Then, oh my word. The real deal. What's the glory of God? What's the glory of God? Because when you read verse 13, the last line says, and, they, and gave glory to the God of heaven. Verse 13, the last line. 
Verse 14 says, the second war is past. Behold, the third war is coming quickly. Verse 15, then the seventh angel sounded. And there were loud voices. Media, I need you to respond. If you need somebody, maybe you can't hear because of the soundproofing. You need somebody to be, to be there. Let's build a system because people need to see the word. Why is it important for people to see the word? Because they see dirty lyrics all through the week. Right? They see F word, S word all through the week. So we need to help people wash away. How many of you know there's a lot that happens with what you see? Even without your permission. Behold the word. So don't let it depart from your eyes. Bind them upon your hands, upon your children. Teach your children, put it upon your lintel. Put the word around you. So you can see the world around you through the lens of the word within you. Then the seven, if you're there, let's read together. Then the seven angels sounded and there were loud voices where? In heaven. What were the voices saying? The kingdoms... No, you guys, look into your Bible. Look, look into your, look into your Bibles. Look, look into your. Find a Bible. Look into it. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. You're receiving instruction. See, this is what what I started with. The children of this world are wiser in their day. So the grandma, the CEO of Fortune 500, he leaves everything he's doing and goes to India for 90 days. But believers will struggle to attend immersion for three days. So go and labor under a system that God already gave them authority over. But they just need enlightenment to be able to see that they're already over those systems. They will tell an unbeliever, if you want this political power, don't sleep with anybody for 300 days. The guy will not. But the believer will go and sleep around for nothing. Are you seeing? This is the wisdom I'm speaking about. That they know how to operate their system. Hmm. Let's read. Then the seventh angel sounded and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and Now, what was the devil tempting Jesus with? The kingdoms of the world. They were already in God's plan for Jesus. It was just a matter of time. Can I propose something to you? Almost everything the devil tempts you with is already yours. All God is saying, wait for the right time, the right place, the right person. Look at anybody says sex is already yours. But wait for the right time, the right place, the right person. Not the one that you run on that Abeg Yorumbo, swinging from branch to branch. Just say, ah, let nobody catch us. Money is already yours. But wait for the right time, right place, right person. So back to the illustration. The devil raises stars. Why? Now, who's a star? Who would you call a star? Oh, talk about it. Somebody say it loud. Who's a star? A celebrity. <laughs> Pardon? Famous. Great at what they do. I'm not hearing your voice today. Tell me, who's a star? 
influential, glitz and glamour, having all the lights and all the attention. Hmm. I'm trying to edit as I go because my time is, I'm editing. Choosing what I should remove that will not affect what you need to know. Now, Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2. When you go to verse 18, I'm going to talk about stars and dust and all of that. Verse 18. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira, write, this thing says the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. So you're doing good. You're getting better in your works. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you because you allow that woman. Who's she? What does she call herself? Now, who's a prophecy? Who's a prophet? Son the seas and can show you the future. How many of you know you can enter into the, for single men, you can enter into a bad boy's car. You know that boy is bad for you, but she look, he looks so much like your future. The wealth, the charisma. Oh, why? Come on, talk right now. Are you getting my point? You enter the car, the car is prophesying to you. Nobody asked. Nobody asked for this. Not this one. Yeah. All of that. The first one, if if there's there, can help them. Can prophesy. She calls herself a prophet. Prophet to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. Verse twenty-one. I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sick bed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am He who searches the minds and hearts. And I will give to each one of you according to your works. Verse twenty-four. Now to you I say, and to the rest of Thyatira, as many as do not have this doctrine, who have not known the depths of Satan. So even Satan has depths. Layers, levels. Everything God has, the enemy tried to recreate. So if you see outer cut, inner cut, most holy place, the devil also has levels of engagement. So that I will not put on you any other burden for those people who have known, known the depths of Satan. But, but, but hold fast what you have till I come, verse 25. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, what will I give him? What will I give him? Miriam, what will I give him? What was the devil promising Jesus? What did God promise the believer who overcomes? When the devil tempts you, say, my daddy already got it. Just a matter of time. The devil is not a creator. Even if he has content, he's still not a content creator. Whatever it creates doesn't bring contentment into your life. 
And it said, he shall rule, I'm going somewhere with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed in pieces like the potter's vessel, as I also have received from him. He said, my, received from my father. So Jesus is not speaking about himself. He's saying, I've received these things from my father because I'm a star. And then I will give to those who are following me. And verse 28, I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. So we're seeing that the believer is going to be given celebrity. But it's not just giving you a star, it's giving you the morning star. What's a morning star? A star that shines even where there's light. Oh my word. Even when there's illumination, your own light will be different. Somebody shout, I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star. Shout aloud and say, I'm not Ira, but I'm a star. Tell the neighbor, Jesus Christ in Lobawa. Are you, are you not sure about that? You know, even the wrong clock tells the correct time twice in a day. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm listening to the lyrics. Of, but if you hear it, find what's right inside this thing. If you hear it. Because without listening to it, I hope you know you hear it. Now, we're talking about stardom. I want to land on that and show you that all those things, sorry guys, I'll come to you. All those things like, ah, this standing. The Bible says, I haven't done all to stand. Do you understand? <laughs> Revelation. Now, now, somebody I said, I'll give you the morning star. Go to Revelation chapter 2 from verse 1. To the angel of the church of Ephesus. Ephesus was the place that Paul said I was going there. And in Ephesus there were so many gods. Babylon was dominating Ephesus because they were having all these interactions and copulations with demonic spirits and then turned over their commercial wealth to serve these idols. And said they had so many that they even had one to an unknown god. Are you here? So what did we see about Babylon? That when the kings drink, the people get drunk. So when Paul writes to the Ephesian church, he said, do not be drunk with wine. What's he talking about? He's talking about the wine of Babylon. Don't let what intoxicates your generation intoxicate you. Don't misbehave over the new 10 million naira you got last week. Because there's 10 million dollars coming every month, two or three years or four years from now. So why are you getting swayed? Say 1 million, how can I pay 100k as God portion? God forbid, you have said it. Why cancel it for you in the name of Jesus? That's what we say, do not be drunk with wine, wearing his excess, but be what? Filled with? No vacancy. Either you have the wine of the world or the wine of God. Right? So he spoke to the Ephesus. To the, sorry, Ephesians. That's the people we wrote to. Now when it comes to Revelation, which church is it speaking to? Angel of the church of... Write these things. It's a right. This thing says he that holds... Holds what? Look at your neighbor. Say true celebrity is being a star in God's hand. 
Oh, I thought somebody was going to be excited about that. That has to be the fakest shout. I wanted to shout like you're celebrating. <laughs> I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that. <laughs> I still wouldn't take that. Because some of you, some of you have clapped, you've shouted louder and longer for worldly stars. If we're almost there, we're almost there. If some of you saw RMD now, you'd be like, I have a crush on him. Some of you say, Olumide worry now. Ah, I'm going to be his first lady in Surulere. Some of you right now, <laughs> you're like, ah, GRV is my guy. Or, or you're, you're like, you know what, if I can just have a night, nobody should be thinking like that. But what I'm saying is that true celebrity is being a star in God's hand. And I want to wrap it up by showing a couple of things. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 41. Sorry. Please help us. First Corinthians 15, verse 41. You will shine and you will not fade out. Let's read together. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. For one star differs. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a star, you're a star. I shine different, but it doesn't make me better than you. You shine different, but it doesn't make you better than me. Your glory is different. Some of you are not saying, let me look for those who are responding. Your glory may be different from mine, but there's still glory on my life. Glory in my life. Oil on my head. Favor in my life. Somebody high five your neighbor say, hello star. Ask them for their name and say, hello, Star Jade. Hello, Star Princess. Hello, Star Miriam. Hello, Star Nifemi. Hello. Oh, you're not saying like you just met a star. Can you stand like a star? Can you posture like a star? Can you flip like a star? Can you turn like a star? Can you hug somebody like a star? And say, you are a star. Oh my words. He said I will give you the morning star. So, what does the devil try to do? What does God do? What does God do when he wants to win people over? What God does. See, huh? I'm editing. Let me show you this. In Revelation, in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that God made two great lights. Somebody say two great lights. What were the great lights? Sun and the moon. The greater light to rule by day and the lesser light to rule by So light determines rulership. You cannot reign and rule beyond the amount of light you have. It is difficult to use a ruler in darkness. 
That's why when you fight spiritual influence, the Bible does not say he has given you authority over rulers in darkness. He said rulers of darkness. The people who determine how much darkness there will be. What is the light they have? They have the light of Lucifer. So even the rulers of darkness are operating from perverted light. Oh, you're mine. So those two great lights were to rule. One was to rule in the day. And the other was to rule when? In the night. Somebody said two great lights. Say both of them are great. But one rules in the day. The other rules at night. In the relationship between Christ and the church, who is the greater light? Christ. Who is the lesser light? The church. We're of the same. Light is light. But the reflection, the incandescence, the manifestation varies. Are you here? The greater light was made first. That's preeminence. Bimbo, are you enjoying this? The greater light was made first. The lesser light comes after. Why is the light of the sun superior to the light of the moon? Because the moon does not have any light of itself. Oh, come on now. The moon only reflects the light of the sun. Who is our sun? S-U-N. So, Micah chapter 4 verse 2, he says, The sun, S-U-N, of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. And Psalm 84 verse 11 says, The Lord is is the sun and my shield. Sun, S-U-N. He will give grace and glory. Are you preaching when we oh, come on, me, Daniel, preach with me? I said he will give grace and glory. So the sun gives glory. Are you following this? So Jesus is the sun. Who is the moon? The body of Christ is the moon. Who reflect that? Who are the stars? The individual and unique manifestations of the glory of God in the lives of the saints. And in case somebody thinks I'm joking, Genesis, we see Joseph. He has a dream. God. He has a dream. And in that dream, what does he see? He sees the sun and the moon. That's his father and his mother. Then he sees stars bowing before him. And the trouble with the brothers when they became envious was that even though Joseph said the stars will bow before him, they forgot that the dream also showed that they were stars themselves. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. The reason you're a star is because there's a unique dimension of God's glory that you owe your generation. There is a way you sound that nobody can sound. There's a way you sing that nobody can sing. There's a way you're humorous that nobody's humorous. There's a way you give that nobody can give. There's a way you help that nobody can help. There's a way you style your hair. High five your neighbor and tell your neighbor shine. Tell the neighbor, shine. Where are my stars? Where Where are my stars? Where are those who are getting ready to shine? Can you throw, and you throw your hands up in the air and shout unto God like a shining star?
I don't want to hear the shout from your throat. I want to hear it from your belly. I want to hear it from your depths of your heart. I want to hear it from the depths of you. Take it to Vitalia Bata. Shake it to Balia Tabata. Everything is connected. Paul said that's the glory of the sun. Even if you die now, your death will not be like that of Jesus. It's the glory of the sun. There's the glory of the moon. Now, why do I say Jesus is our son? He says the greater light will rule when? The day. The lesser light will rule when? Where is Jesus ruling from right now? Where is he ruling from? The heavens. Is there darkness in heaven? Is he always day in heaven? That's why they said to him, John 11, said, I know my brother uh, is dead. Right, right. If your brother has been there, none have died, but now he's dead. And I know you raised him up in the last day. What did Jesus say? I am the last day. I'm the day that has no night. He said, he that believes in me shall not walk in darkness, but he shall have the light of life. So Jesus is the son ruling where? In the day. That's why I said until you see the day. The day is not the day on the calendar. The day is the day that made all calendars. So where the lesser lights, where are we ruling? Where are we ruling? On earth. What's on earth right now? Darkness. So we rule with the light. In the darkness. That's why to the efficient church. He said shine as stars. In a dark and perverse generation. Are you here now? So who's the true celebrity? Are you sure about that? Who's got the light of God? Who's got the wisdom of God? Who's got the intelligence of God? Who's got the power of God? Who's got the wisdom? So when you stand on that stage... When you get that angel investor with the two million dollars, don't hide Jesus. Daniel 11, let me close with this one. Daniel 11, I couldn't even get to Babylon. I was going to go to Nebuchadnezzar and then take you to Ishmael and Isaac and Dust and Star. <laughs> but did somebody get something? Did it get something that will stay with you for life? Did it get something that will shape your orientation of wealth? Are you afraid of big money? Is it smaller than you? Are you afraid of popularity? Are you bigger than it? I cannot be scared of a platform that I stand on top of. I'm not rich and high for fame. Fame is under my feet. I'll step on it to proclaim the goodness of God. And if I don't have to stand on stage, I will not feel less of a person. Because the light of my life is not the one that shines from a stage. It's the one that shines from within. So I don't need your Instagram like to feel fulfilled. I love it. I like it so that the message can travel further and faster. But in its absence, I'm going to still be sharing what I'm sharing. Come on now. Go to verse 3 for time's sake. You can study this later. Verse 3. And I need to close with this illustration. And a mighty, I hope that's, I hope that's right. Give me a moment. It's 11 or 12. You know, because the kind of people that God is raising in kings, you're going to have so much power. 
sorry. It's actually verse uh, chapter 12. Chapter 12. You know, it says, They that know their God shall be what? Strong and they shall do what? You know, people, people I wish I could just break it down, but let me, let me say this. How many of you know the sun is shining? The sun shines so brilliantly and brightly. The effulgence of its glory and the radiance of its brilliance is so intense, you cannot look upon it. But how many of you can look upon the moon? God installs dimensions of glory in his church. That the manifold wisdom of God might be taught to principles and powers. In other words, the church is the version of God that human beings can accommodate. What do I mean accommodation? You know, in optics, there's something called accommodation. The ability of your eyes to take in light without it being affected. And the moon, do they stand on the moon or do they look upon it? Do they look at the stars? In other words, people don't need astrology for direction when you shine the right way. You are the star who shows them the way. Oh, y'all, did you hear that? Show me my future, palm reading, show me my future. Why should I read your palm when I'm inside his palm? Why should you read my palm when I'm engraved in his palm? Because he leaves. I can fetch tomorrow because he leaves all fear. It's gone. And because I know he holds my future. Hey, my life is worth a living. High five your neighbor. Say you're a star. Say you shine bright. See this now? Those who are wise. What does it say in Ephesians 5? Do not be drunk in wine. It said walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise. So who are those who are wise? Those who are taking steps according to the spirit of God because the spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. I pray for you that the eyes of understanding be enlightened. They may be filled with the spirit of wisdom for Christ made unto us the wisdom and the power of God. The Lord gives wisdom and out of his mouth comes understanding. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. So the highest wisdom is to take steps as one being led of the spirit of God. Wisdom may be captured in quotes, but is demonstrated in life. It's your life that shows whether you're wise because everybody can go and cram somebody's quotes and use it as their caption on Instagram. But wisdom is justified not of its lyrics but of our children. It must copulate with something that produces a child in the earth. He says those who operate like that, what would they shine like? Shine like what? The brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness. Ah! Where my stars are. Where are my stars at? Where are the stars? Look at your neighbor. Say you are not a shooting star. You're a shining star. You show the world the glory of God. You show the world the power of God. You show the world the wisdom of God. You show the world the beauty of God. You show the world all of God. Yeah.
the devil do before we pray? Here's the devil that's been standing for a while. You're not the devil in Jesus. Demonstration purposes only. Who is this devil? What was his original name? Lucifer. Who was that? Son of the morning. Star of the morning. He understands celebrity. Amongst stars, he was a star. So Lucifer is what you might call a superstar. Because he could walk in the burning coals. In other words, there was pyrotechnic eruptions of lights as I navigated the deepest chambers of the realm of beings that God gave beings to exist in. Because when you really get close to God, you discover that God is infinitely distanced from every other thing, yet infinite, infinitely intimate with those who are in Christ. Word says that he dwells in unapproachable light. So whatever the light you have, God is lighter than the light. That's why the writer of, of Proverbs, Psalms 36 verse 9, with you is the fountain of life. And in your light, we see light. So when you see light, there's more light to see in the light to see in the light to see. The light you are seeing is only light enough for you to see the next light you need to see. Oh, y'all didn't get that. A relationship with God has no graduation date. You don't say I've finished with my degree. Because he has infinite number of degrees. He's a will within the will, not a circle. A circle has 360 degrees. A will within the will has infinite number of degrees. Because there are overlaps of the twists and the turns. Infinite. You cannot touch all the points of God. That's why you need eternity to be intimate with him. Because it's going to take forever for him to lavish his love on you. Hey! So the devil, he understands stardom. He understands it. He knows that it's important for you to raise certain people and people to have something to look up to and then go after that stuff. So what he tries to do is to make himself the star of every story. So when it comes to the Garden of Eden, he doesn't come with an outright God is bad. He just inserts himself as the star that is able to show them something that God hid from the script, which was a lie. Because anything that is different from what God said is a lie. Not just that, anything added to what God said is a lie. Not just that, anything removed from what God said is a lie. He said the word of the Lord is pure. The testament of the Lord is perfect. He does not need remix. God's song is so good, don't remix it. God's truth is perfect. <laughs> Don't remix it. So he sets himself on the story. Now what does he do with earthly beings? He seduces beings. He sees Jesus. He doesn't know the mystery of his death, resurrection, and crucifixion. But he sees there's something about this guy. I've watched him for 30 years and I know that he's a dangerous guy. He's in the flesh but not of the flesh. But he knows something that defeated the first man. Now why, does the, why is the devil so confident of his temptation? The devil is so confident of his temptation because the first man, Adam, he did not have anybody to distract him, yet he fell by himself. When I say he had nobody, he had his wife. His wife came out of his body. But there was no pun side. There was no smoking engagement. There was no fisticuffs. There was no riots. There was nothing external. Which means that the devil knows that there's something in every man that if the pressure is right, I can get him to buckle. 
So the devil is not intimidated by your three hours of tongues and your three days on the mountain because he knows at the bottom of the mountain I can still test you. I can still tempt you. Are you hearing this? So he raises, he comes to Jesus, tries to tempt him. Material provision, influence over nations, and then jump. Spiritual authority, abuse spiritual authority. Jump from the top of the mountain. He fails. But you know what he does? He keeps looking for other stars. And then he tells the stars, see, Sapa never do. You're really good, you know. You're really smart. You're really good. Why are you eating 10,000 listens on Spotify in three months? Spotify. What if I spot put you on the spot <laughs> said there's a way we can do stuff we have a few contacts in New York in LA all you need to do just remove a couple of lyrics from your next release we'll direct your video you're like very excited and you don't know that in your video they're putting all this wall arts that remind people of Babylon all this subtle and subliminal things in the background then this guy all of a sudden in one year rises all the way to all the charts boom or two years within a short time boom 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 climbs listen when the enemy feeds anyone he's fattening them to kill them have now become weapons of worship have now become weapons of worship of this guy because his allegiance is to this guy and even wise men follow stars People will follow stars for so long. Do you know it took them weeks according to Bible history? Don't think they just say, Star, yeah, let's be going. To move from where they move took weeks. Some people say months. Which means that people will go the distance to spend resources on stars. People have been known to fly to London to go and watch Beyonce from Nigeria. Merchandise of Justin Timberlake and Robin Who's Not Thick. And all. Right? Rihanna theory in Kakao. Has not seen anything. Bring all those people and see as the celebrity increases the fame. Are you seeing that? Then they're going to merchandising. So that when you're not singing their songs, you're using their perfume. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with using their perfumes and stuff. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. Even though you can look at the economic sense and say, why are you enriching people that are destroying lives? That's an angle, but I'm not saying anything wrong because that might mean you will not use anything. Because the Toyota and Japanese cars, I'm not telling what I don't know. Just that there are things I can't share online, share in public. Maybe I'll share some things with some of you personally. But a lot of things you see around, they're dedicated things. Because the earth was never designed to function without spiritual influence so what he does is that he raises all the stars and Jesus says hova hova he's saying I'm Jehovah and at the concerts folks are lifting up their hands they're worshipping the goats and now everybody says goats 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 and you know there's Baphomet you know Baphomet which is the sign of the goats now where did they get that stuff from many of them read the Bible more than some of you where they get it from? They got it from Exodus, Leviticus. 
He said, you're going to lay the hands on the goat. The, the priest will lay hands on the goat and put all the iniquities, iniquity of people upon it and send it into a wilderness. There will be an invocation of spirits of darkness. And that's why concerning mystery of Babylon, he said that it's full of blasphemies. There's hardly a top rapper, top three in any generation that has not bowed. And how do you know? Expletives. Blasphemies. Look at the fashion industry. Some of the, the models, they are drenched in blood a day or two before they come on stage and wear latex. You know, this was not, this cannot be inspired by the Spirit of God. Why I can see half of your pint. <laughs> so for those of you who have a certain aspiration and admiration for those sectors start knowing what is really going on so Baphomet they'll put all the invocation of the sins of the people on there and go into the wilderness this is why you notice that people will really go deep into the goat structure and the Baphomet thing they end up in a dry place end up killed, sacrificed or their lives the later end will just die out are you getting it? Someone say we're going to shine our stars. Read Daniel 11, 1 to 3 later. It says that those who sleep in the dust, those of them that sleep in the dust, they will rise. The enemy wants to cover your stardom with dust and then make men who are just dust look like stars. I hope you know that in the glorified body, the Bible speaks about the glorified body, your body will literally glisten like a star. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake everybody. Many, he says, but it's actually re resurrection of the dead. Everybody resurrects. says some to everlasting life. That's us. Somebody say us. Some to what? Shame and everlasting. And then verse 3, he now speaks about the stardom. So every human being likes stardom. We just express it differently. Don't you like it when you get the compliment? When they pay attention to you? You might not like the lights, but you like to be noticed. Everybody likes the stage, but everybody likes appreciation. So what does God then do in response? God, not in response, the original plan of God is that God raises a star for his children to follow. So in Isaiah, what did he say? He said, look to your father, Abraham. Abraham is a star. David, star. Jesus is called the son of David, the son of a star. So I'm the bright and morning star. All of David's brothers, uh, uh, Jesus' brothers, they were stars. It's just that like Paul said, there's the glory of a star. So some of us will shine brighter than others. Now, in case you're not being, eh, it's just for this earth. Mm -mm. In eternity, some of us will shine brighter than others. So start practicing to be okay. Because that's going to be forever to endure such on okayness. Ethanos. <laughs> so they have no choice. They're supposed to be pepper. <laughs> Are you seeing what I'm saying? Is this a good place to close?
Do you have enough to chew on for a week? Are your eyes open now? I'm not saying they're closed before. Do you get it, man? Are you very sure? Who is a star? Hey! By the way, let me leave it. There's too much to teach. I want to speak to God right now. Rededicate your stardom, your fame, your influence, your capacity. Those stars were raised. So David was a star. But guess what David did? He raised other stars. He killed one giant. The guys that he raised killed the other giants. Paul was a star. Guess what he did? He raised other stars. Timothy, Titus, and other faithful men. A true star raises other stars. That's why when you look at stars at night, do you only see one? You see many. Are we ready to really shine? Without selling our souls. Let's glorify God. Thanks, guys. Let's glorify God. Let's glorify God. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Work on our hearts. Work on our hearts. Blow this up in our consciousness. Take this to another level in our private meditations. Some of us have made mistakes already. Father, we trust you because your mercy is able to correct your mercy is able to fix your mercy is able to repair so for any soul damaged by unwanted desires we receive healing in the name of Jesus thank you Lord that we will shine as stars we will express the brilliance of your glory and continually enjoy all that only you can give thank you Lord in Jesus name we've prayed on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 one more thing someone you know needs this kindly share this how